Welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. All right, everybody, my name is Scott Cooney. I'm here at Clean Technica with Francesco La Camera. Francesco, welcome, uh, head of the International yes. Renewable Energy Association. I'm the Director General of the International Renewable Energy Agency. Wonderful. This morning at uh, New York City Climate Week, we've seen an ambitious announcement of a tripling of renewable energy as well as a doubling down in terms of energy efficiency and setting a goal to do this in a time frame which will keep us under the 1.5 degree uh, global rise temperature. In the press release, you mentioned the most important thing for you and for Irina is to help overcome some of the barriers to adoption of, of the technologies, policies, legal, etc. Maybe can you touch a little bit on what you see with regard to those obstacles? Sure. First, uh, a few words on the target. So from where the target is coming from. Uh, the target is just the translation of the 45% less CO2 emission by 2030 of the IPCC report on the 1.5. So it's another way to say that uh, we need to decrease the emission by 45%. Translating in gigawatt, it means having 11 gigawatt of installed capacity of renewables by 2030. We are around 3,000, so the target is there. So there is no sophisticated uh, modeling behind it. It's just going straight to the targets. Because uh, naturally, for getting the target, we have to reduce the CO2 emission. Reducing the CO2 emission means having less fossil fuel generation in the market. So for avoiding disruption, we have to substituting. That's uh, energy that we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we will miss from CO2 that's uh, provide for more CO2 emission, uh, substituting renewables. And we have also to satisfy the increasing demand. So it's just a simple number, no sophisticated modeling, translating the IPCC goal in terms of gigawatts, installed capacity by renewables. You know, as I, I've been uh, saying this morning, uh, until we have 30, 40% of renewables in, uh, in the system, this could be still supported with some difficulties by the existing supporting structure. When we talk about supporting structure, we mean the physical infrastructure that make possible for where the reserve of oil gas are to come to my home, eat my home, eating my work in my home, cooling my home. All this structure is physical. It's also the legal part. How is possible the markets work for making it possible for me having my eating uh, and cooling system on? And there are also the institutional capacity and the skilled workforce for making this possible. So now the fact is that this system supporting the old centralized system and base of fossil fuel should be adapting for supporting the new energy system that is coming, largely based on renewables, complemented by hydrogen, mainly green hydrogen, and the sustainable use of biomass. This means that we have to renew and update in some place to build the infrastructure, this compatible 
with uh, the new energy. What does it mean? It means that we need a green system that is interconnected, is flexible, is balanced. We need also the legal environment that means the market design, policy in place, cut fossil fuels, uh, subsidies, things like this, permitting, all this legal aspect should be there, pointing at the new system and not the old one. And then the third aspect is the institutional capacity and the skilled workforce. These are the three barriers and we are building our narrative for the COP28 on this basis. Because in the COP28 the stock take will say, oh, we are not on track. It's there. We are going for uh, a much increase in, uh, in, uh, in the temperature. So we have to say, setting the target and how the target could be achieved. What kind of policy, capacity, physical structure we need for it. Sure. And the physical infrastructure, we need to modernize the grid in so many ways. You mentioned during the talk about pipelines and sea trade and all the things that are physical infrastructure with regard to that. All of that stuff needs to be there before the renewable energy can kind of come onto oh, the grid. We cannot say before, but we, we have to start now. In concert. And also it's important that another aspect that we wish to focus is the role of the multilateral financial systems in this respect. Yeah. As Europe was able to re reborn after the Second World War, continent Af as Africa and Sudeste Southeast Asia, going for building the infrastructure that you need will be a kind of new deal for making possible development working for the new energy system that is coming. So that's uh, that we ask for COP28, ask the multilateral financial system to focus on building the physical infrastructure that we need. Okay, great. Hello, cleantech enthusiasts. If you enjoy cleantech talk and cleantechnica, please consider pitching in a few dollars a month at cleantechnica.com slash support. That's cleantechnica.com slash support, where you can sign up in seconds with a credit card, pitch in a few dollars a month or whatever you like. Some people actually contribute $100 a month to help us cover climate change and clean tech and try to help the world one word at a time. Thank you. And you mentioned also financing and, you know, how many pension funds out there want to be yeah, able there to... Yeah, there, there is sometimes also the cost of uh, the money that is high for the developed country. is high first because there is no market. So it's very risky in this point of view. So naturally a, com a, a company that knows how much of uh, its electricity can sell, then the cost of money is, is higher. So there is a, a symptom, but it's not the structural case, structural cause. So the infrastructure and also the legal environment, because sometimes you have a, a barrier on this aspect on, on how you can merge, how you can leverage local money for an investment. All this should be uh, considered in a holistic approach where the legal environment is key. And then also the social barriers where you mentioned the workforce and the training and all that, yeah, yeah. All that information. We have as been well. receiving that, so we are trying to support uh, capacity building with private companies private sectors to, to have the, the manpower from the place where they have to invest so they can use their manpower for lowering the cost. So it's very, very important. We have not yet the 
university degrees, we have not uh, the, the, the capacity building that is focusing on the new energy system. We are starting, but we need to accelerate those. Yeah, and uh, we heard from Anya Aroni, who is the youth voice for climate at this uh, conference as well, give a very impassioned plea about the everything that's happening for the youth, including the mental health impacts of you know facing a planet that is warming as fast as it is and you know feeling a little helpless with regard to this. And one thing that seems so obvious is to get them so trained into this new workforce and get them to put their anxiety into action, which is really the only the only antidote to anxiety. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So Irina is helping, uh, you mentioned making, doing matchmaking projects. Also, you know, we have our knowledge product. We are supporting countries and build their own policies. We have supported 84 countries in presenting the national development contribution to the COP. We will be surely working on the uh, renew or on the update of this commitment. So we have our knowledge-based product working on policies, and this makes also possible to work on projects because we are supporting country in building the framework for projects. So now we have been able to build a pipeline. We have two initiatives, the Climate Investment Platform. We have more than 330 partners. We are receiving projects daily. We work on those projects with the proponent, trying to assess the, the first assessment of bankability. And now we have also built uh, the Energy Transition Accelerating Financing Platform that is uh, a team of partners, including the ASEAN Infrastructure Investment Bank. We have a Mazda, that is the agency of the EU investing in, uh, in renewables. We have Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi Fund for Development. We have Swiss Re, that is an insurance company. We have the OPEC Fund that uh, is uh, joining. We have the uh, Inter-American Development Bank. We have the MIGA of the World Bank that is joining and the H HSBC Bank that is joining too. So the, the Caribbean uh, Fund. So we are building a structure that is uh, organized in a way that is not bureaucratic. So we are just supporting uh, the, the proponent. We are also ready to support the building of, uh, of uh, the manufacturing for mineral revert. This is also important for this supply chain. And it's very simple, one that we access the bankability from our side, we send to our partners. So there is no board, there is no bureaucratic approach, there is just the bank, and then we decide if they want funding or not funding. And this is really working, it's working. Fantastic. Can you dive down into uh, just a case study of how one of those matchmaking... Uzbekistan, three, okay. three, uh, 900 megawatts, so closer to one gigawatt, for three solar plants. Another one we are just opening in Azerbaijan on the 16th of October. We are working on uh, some projects in Africa. So it's, it's, it's uh, I couldn't believe at the, the, the start that we could be so, so doing well, but he is doing well. Okay, good deal. I, I want to ask you a little bit about how renewables have grown kind of faster in the past than many of the projections that were in place at that time. You know, that's, uh, uh, what can I say? That, that, uh, we have been uh, arguing uh, for too many years to say that all were underestimated. You know? I remember only 10 years ago, there was uh, someone calling from coal as the, 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 the fool of, uh, of the decade. There were others that uh, always underestimate the capacity of, uh, of renewables. Now, luckily, everyone is, uh, is, uh, is in line with our messages. I think the, the message of Arena are becoming mainstream. So everyone is accepting this the most competitive way to produce electricity now. It was not like this a few years ago, or perhaps a few months ago. But now we are quite happy about it. The, 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 at least the, 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 the mainstream uh, concepts are all there. 
naturally still we have to 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 to, to be ready to to monitor because uh, it's a slippery path naturally because the, it's challenging and it's really a great great effort it's not will be not easy at all to achieve uh, the goal of the Paris Agreement we have to work collectively enhance the the international cooperation rewrite the way international cooperation works so we hope that we can uh, we can make it okay like one last question for you and I'm genuinely curious how you see the misinformation campaigns that are out there with regard to uh, uh, climate denialism challenges with regard to understanding the science and renewables and they are they are losing they are losing they are losing, they are losing ground yeah you know that uh, the G7 and come accepting our targets the G20 has, has uh, received our call making their call they also mentioned the trillion investment they need we need so the African summit has been a tremendous success the new African leadership is making the difference so it's looked like everyone is on board this doesn't mean that we have succeeded but it means that we are in a different situation than two years ago okay so you feel like the tables have turned a little bit we've he- the landscape reached a bit is of an inflection uh, point. our impression is the landscape has changed okay uh, in respect about three years ago we have started to call for the triple of renewables someone was smiling three years ago two years ago they were saying no smiling but looking at this now they all believe that this is the, 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 the key targets that's good so something has changed. Now they're smiling genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> Something's changing the air. It was the, the starting of uh, the song uh, was the soundtrack for Strasbury Statement. Something like this, a film of uh, 20 years ago. Right on. Thank you, Francesco. Appreciate your time today. Grazie. Yeah, Francesco. and the work that you do. Good pleasure. Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Walk, 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 walk,